0: Welcome back to Secure the Bag podcast. It is your host, Dom Cowden, and today I was very lucky enough to sit down with a singer-songwriter, dancer, and actor, so triple threat from Melbourne. Her name is Molly. We talked so much about so many different things. I can't even cover how much we talked about in this short little segment I've got before we go into the interview. Uh, Beware that there are some technical glitches, uh, but I think we've ironed those out now so they shouldn't really be a recurring factor on the podcast. But anyway, thank you for tuning in again. This is our third episode and enjoy. Um, well, thank you for joining me. No, thank you for having me. <laughs> it was my absolute pleasure. Now, for those who don't know who you are or you know, what you do, mm-hmm. you can just give us a little bit of a rundown on who you yeah, are sure. and who we have the pleasure of speaking with today. Awesome. So, well, my name is <laughs> Molly.
1: Really? Um, as you really? can probably tell, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess, like, I'm mainly a singer-songwriter um, but I'm also an actor and a dancer. <laughs> but, oh, um, triple threat, triple threat. Yeah, that's me. Um, but I guess at the moment, I'm just mainly focusing on my singing and songwriting. Um, I have three songs out on Spotify. But, yeah, I kind of began that journey this year going into lockdown. Um, but, yeah, that's a bit about me. I don't know what else to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. It's, like, the hardest question first. Yeah. It's like, who are you, what do you do? And, like, just answering that as is- the worst question yeah, in the literally. whole world um but tell us more about your music so obviously you kind of delved and went balls deep straight into it during lockdown mm-hmm. yeah um how's that been in terms of creative writing yeah and all of that?
1: well it's kind of weird how it all came about because um I was actually in high school last year so this is my first year out of school yeah
0: yeah
1: I am um but I was actually studying full-time musical theater at the start of the year and due to like COVID and just like the unknown of when we would be out of lockdown um Mm. I had to stop that just because like financial and like obviously all the course that I wasn't doing wasn't covered under heck so it was just a bit tricky with all that and also just at this time I didn't know how long it would last so I just thought it would be better for me personally to use my time to, you know, explore creativity and all that. Um, but, like, growing up, I've always been a massive museo. Anyone who knew me had, like, known <laughs> that music, dancing, all of that's been, you know, what I've been doing forever. Um, And I've always loved, like, pop music and all that. Like, it's always been my dream to write my own music and all that. But I'd I'd always, like, whenever I'd tried to write music, I could never, I don't know, I just couldn't quite do it. Um, Mm. I don't know what it was. Like, I guess I just didn't really have the time to sit down and actually, like, put pen to paper and try. Um, But then basically, so lockdown happened and I got my microphone out from my covers that I had for ages like because when I was younger I used to record covers and post them on Instagram um, yeah so I got that out again and I just recorded a little cover um, and I posted that on Instagram just for fun because I was bored um, yeah. and a producer actually got in contact with me because he saw that and asked me to write vocals for a song that he was working on um, yeah and like I got that and I was like oh like that's kind of awesome but I don't know if I can write something like I'd never tried. Um, mm. and like, I'd listened to the track that he had and I was like, that's sick. But like, I mean, I'll try, but I don't know if I can do it. I'll see. Um, and then like after a few weeks I kept trying and kept trying and I got something down, sent it to him. Um, and he loved it and he produced it and that's actually out on Spotify now. It's my most recent track that's out. Um, yeah but then after then I was kind of like well I can write vocals so and I've got all this like music background because I used to play the viola the piano you know instruments growing up so (laughs) I knew how like the like music theory worked and everything so I was like I may as well try writing a track and vocals or just do it all at once Um, and then I came out with my first song and I guess I just kind of I don't know put it all together and somehow it worked out and then I fell in love with it and I was like this is sick I want to keep doing this and here we are
0: yeah. and here we are Yeah, so I kind of accidentally <laughs> fell into it a little bit yeah which is actually you know sometimes the best way to fall into you know um either a job or just something even just bizarre um oh, 100%. Just spontaneously like cuz you you have no limitations oh, yeah, you know what 100%. I mean
1: and like even just, like, COVID and all of this happening, if it hadn't have happened, I don't think I would have even been here, you know? So mm. everything happens for a reason, I think,
0: so. Mm, I agree. And especially with, I've like, I'm at the understanding, as much as I hate corona mm. and, and COVID and this whole situation, um, I think it's definitely been such a beneficial and eye-opening experience as well. Like, it's taught me a lot about myself, and I feel like there's certain people like yourself who yeah arrived uh-huh. in the environment because you know we have such busy lives like yeah as artists um because we're trying to work that night that nine to five mm-hmm. job or we're doing training nine to five and then we're working our job afterwards and then trying to make everything else work yeah. and actually pursue our, our art and our passion yeah um and our career that now that we have time to think about it <laughs> it's kind of a blessing in disguise like yeah everything's happening yeah which is,
1: you have so much time just, to just like build on yourself and like i know for me as well like i'm a completely different person to who i was before or in the sense mm. that i've like like grown up a bit more and i just know a lot more about myself now and like where my yeah. priorities lie and all of that
0: yeah which is such a like tremendous task mm. as well like i think you know for me, like I did, I went straight out of full time, uh, straight out of high school into full time. Yep. Um, and for those who aren't aware, like full time dance training mm-hmm. is like nine to five, oh, it's intense, it's intense yep. every day. Um, and then I was also working, I think, two jobs on the side as yep. well. Yeah, I feel you. Um, I was yeah, literally nine is... to
1: five because at full time musical theatre, it's obviously the same schedule. But um, I was yeah. working on the weekends, so basically no social life. It's just like work, work, work.
0: Yeah, it was just all work, work, work. So I never really had a chance to develop, I would say, my own my own personality outside of oh, that yeah. and my own goals and ambitions. It was very much like this is my life. I dance, I work so I can dance. Um and all this other stuff. And then as soon as I left full time, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh wow. Yeah. Just like <laughs> the freedom to do whatever yeah, I Yeah, literally
1: like you have nothing holding you back. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's a win and lose situation, but it's definitely something that like needs to happen. But for you, I've like you know it's happened so yeah. fast because you have kind of had that like, you know, well obviously like we're all going through this global pandemic, mm. but you know that first year out of high school is such transition anyway, oh, yeah. and then to have this happen on top mm-hmm. of it, um, of course like your maturity is gonna, you know, skyrocket, yeah. um, and go a little bit crazy, mm-hmm. um. But yeah what if you besides music yeah. obviously what else have you been working towards is yeah. there anything in terms of the brand that you're working towards or like i know you're on tiktok mm-hmm. within, <laughs> yeah i talk a little, a bit, little bit about bit. that <laughs> yeah sorry so molly's very interesting oh on tiktok everyone i just
1: need it's like i need to find a niche i look at your tiktok and i'm like how the fuck do you get there oh sorry i don't know if i can swear on this podcast but <laughs> oh you can it's i'm so just fine. like I,
0: I'm, I swear a bit last episode right, it's so fine. So it's so
1: yeah i'm just a mess on tiktok i just like don't even <laughs> know what I'm doing I need to really find a niche and just kind of start branding myself a bit better but I just want yeah. a bit of fun on there I think it's like it's honestly my main entertainment source so <laughs> yeah
0: I'm <just> addicted <laughs> to it well yeah I honestly like I think when people say like oh I need to find a niche like you'd be surprised but what you what you produce oh, yeah. currently is your yeah, niche. It's like it's kind of it's funny because stuff? like the
1: TikToks that I make that I just like don't try in or I'm just like oh yeah I'll just post that because it's kind of funny they're the ones that blow up and I'm like what is going on like I'll just post the most random TikTok of me just being an idiot and it blows up and I'm like I honestly give up (laughs) but it's fine it's fine one day I'll be TikTok (laughs) famous just watch this space
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah well I mean that's like a big thing um, at the moment, and it's something that I've been saying to you know when I say all my girls, mm. it sounds like I run people, <laughs> but I you know, but I, that's what the, I've been saying to all the girls mm. is I'm like you know you have all this time to start working on your brand if that's something that you want to work oh, yeah. on, and really like push it and and go balls to the wall and like gain that kind of following and that mm-hmm. traction because even though like followers and likes aren't everything, no, you know, but it
1: gains that credibility for your brand like that's the with- thing it
0: does it does and that's why I
1: jumped onto TikTok because I was like if I can build this it's obviously going to help with the overall credibility of my brand which is obviously myself um and like I don't know just I started posting a few things to do with my music on there and a few of those videos got a few views and like I guess I would gained a few um like followers if you want to say um from my music from that Um, but yeah it's all Mm. that's what like this whole thing is you just have to try and build yourself up on every platform you can and yeah so I guess like this year in in terms of like growing up a bit and kind of like realizing where my priorities lie I kind of realized that like I now use social media as a way to like build my branding so like I Mm. have to perceive myself in a specific is that even right I have to put myself out there in a specific way and like I guess worrying mm, in the yeah. past I'd worry like, oh, my God, is someone going to judge me for this or, like, does this look weird? Like, now I honestly do not give a fuck about what anyone thinks. Like, I just post stuff and, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, like, a lot of, like, not caring anymore. And I'm, like, I know that in the long run I'm building my brand and putting myself out there as a brand. So it's kind of, like, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah.
0: It's like the first thing you get taught when you go into any to- like any form of um, theater mm. arts, like you know, dance to musical theater. That like, you know, you're not selling a physical product mm. that someone can purchase and keep for themselves, you are selling Literally. yourself. So you are your brand. So you are, you know, yeah. you are your own person, you are your office, you are, you know, your products, you are mm-hmm. everything, you are the whole business. Yeah. So if you're not, you know, pushing yourself out there in the way of, you know, this is how I want people to perceive mm. me, whether you're acting like, you know, for example, Paris Hilton yeah. for, is actually probably the best example is like, you're putting out this persona mm-hmm. and this character, if that's what you want to go towards, then go yeah. towards. Whereas if you want to be your authentic self and post what you want to post and that's your brand, do exactly. that as well. It's like it's like I guess uh, I guess I would have a sense of a character yeah. as well. And I think we all we, we all do, do to some um, like extent. Like yeah. with me, like I guess it's just about
1: like really pushing my confidence because like I'm I'm a a pretty out there person and like I guess in the past I've kind of hidden like my crazy side and it's like like, all I guess going through high school everyone kind of like is worried about and concerned about what they post and what everyone posts and like making sure that they don't look stupid and everything but I've just kind of learned to embrace my personality and like like, if, if people don't like me, then they can unfollow me. And, like, if they're following me, <laughs> then obviously they want to see what I'm getting up to. So, like, I just kind of put myself out there and, I don't know, I guess, like, with the whole um, persona thing, for me, I've just really embraced, like, my crazy side and I'm just kind of share that and, like, just my true authentic self. Um,
0: but Yeah. Yeah, which is what you want to do mm-hmm. as well. It's, like, I feel like that, in a sense, is even more valuable than creating something that you're yeah. not, if that makes if that also yeah. makes sense. Like, you know, it's it's really interesting because to me, um, coming back to like kind of the, the character mm-hmm. side of things and the kind of caricature, I would say that, you know, I obviously have yeah. <laughs> my two my two main personas that I fluctuate between and that would be like, you know, obviously myself. And Yeah. Myself and that. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, myself <laughs> yeah. and that bitch. Um, you know they're two very, very different people, and they're both very contrasting, yeah. and it's very interesting because people go, "Oh, like you know, when I first met you, like I was scared of you, or like you know, you I thought you were a, a bitch," and then they like get to yeah. know me. It's like that whole thing they get to know you, and then they're like, "Oh, wait, she's just she's just oh, bipolar," yeah. you, know? you know. People
1: like <laughs> I feel like um everyone kind of just judges the out like everyone's outside oh, these days, 100%, and it's like, I know 100%. that's like personally i come across as very outgoing and like can probably be intimidating to some people um but that's just me kind of like i don't know that's just my personality and that's just how i am um and like i don't know how that comes across on um, social media but like for example i look at your social media and i'm like oh my god go dom like you've honestly given me so much confidence just to like really like be a boss bitch and like not care about what people think and like embrace ourselves and like I think that's amazing. Like I look at your social media and I'm like, fuck yeah, Dom! Like go you.
0: Oh, you make yeah, yeah, cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Um, but that's like that's that's my whole like es- like essentially that's that's my underlying reason for doing everything yeah. that I do is like, you know, you don't. I'm not. In like and I never was. Um, obviously, monetary reward and 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 gain is you know obviously a factor in anything that you do. But like I never started anything that I'm doing now. Going, oh, I want to be a no. millionaire because no. of this. Like I was like, I just want to oh, help 100%. people. Like I just want to you know provide people with a platform. That's why I started this yep. podcast. You know, to talk about things and and me to get to know people yeah. better and and give yeah. them you know, exposure mm-hmm. in a way, even though we've got a yeah. hundred followers. But that's so fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll get there. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, yeah, we'll get yeah. there. Um, but it's good to see that even like people that I haven't had the chance to mm-hmm. meet yet and you are like one of the people that I haven't had a chance to meet face to face are influenced by what I yeah. do because sometimes I'd literally just go, you know what, fuck this yeah. shit. You know, I'm just going to do whatever mm-hmm. fuck I want. And if someone has a problem with that, that that's their problem and it's reflected a reflection oh, on 100%. them. 100%. And, yeah, it just, you know, and it's, you know, it's part of the dancer's mindset yeah. I find is, like, you know, we are, <laughs> which mm-hmm. sucks so much, but we are kind of trained to be these hyper-competitive, like, little, like, oh, leeches. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, that try to, like, yeah, try to bid against mm-hmm. each other and I yeah. hate that. Like I absolutely hate it. But even just being a female, sometimes you have to like step back and, and reassess like you're like, okay, am I making this decision because I'm being competitive mm-hmm. or because I mm-hmm. want to do this? And like most times I'm like, okay, yeah, we we want to do this. We want to go towards that way. But then sometimes you get dragged across and you're like, yeah. <sighs> so it's just like, you know, a reflection on how I yeah, feel no, sometimes of right, yeah. like, do I want to be outspoken and just do whatever I want or do I want to, like, you know, stay yeah, in my lane? Yeah, it's hard,
1: like, especially because you're, like, more of into the dancing side of things where I guess I'm more, like, kind of my own kind of brand image. I don't even know what yeah. I want, like, what I am. <laughs> but, like... You're, like, a... Just,
0: um, you I are what, you, am, what am, you are. You're you know? more. That's, that's your whole, that's yeah. whole brand. but,
1: like, even, like, when you were saying about, um, like, just posting whatever and, like, I guess it, like, if I look at myself maybe two years ago I remember I posted Mm. like my first dance video and like being in high school no one posted that kind of stuff and I remember my friend actually telling me like when I posted that video like everyone was sharing it around and everyone was like oh my god look at that like that's so cool like what the hell everyone was just so so shocked because like no one really posts that kind of stuff and like since then like Mm. obviously to me, like, freaking belting on my story, singing at the top of my lungs, like, not giving a shit, like, the kind of stuff that I post, I just don't care. Yeah. And I think it's just, like, confidence growing but also just knowing that, like, if people, like, and and you obviously get those people who, like, regularly stalk you when they don't follow you and, like, constantly look at your stories. And you just look at that and you think, well, if people have a problem, then there's, that's just their insecurities and you know that it makes you feel good. And obviously, like, everyone who's, like, telling you that they love your work, it's they're, like, telling you from a genuine place. So, like, it's just about, like, fuck it, honestly. It's the fuck it mentality and just, like, putting yourself out there, um, which I think is the, the oh, hardest 100%. hurdle. Oh, the, I don't even know how to say it, but that's the hurdle you have to get over. Um, to really like be in this industry because it's so tough and it's so competitive and you just got to like sometimes you just got to do it.
0: Yeah, I agree. And it's like it's definitely very rewarding, especially like, you know, you you never really are your true self until you, you know, Literally go balls mm-hmm. deep in whatever you want to do, and like I'm actually kind of stalking your yeah, Instagram yeah. right now. <laughs> <Love it. laughs> but like all your dance videos are the ones that have got the most the most views and the yeah. most traction and all that other stuff. So you know why exactly. wouldn't you know if it's something that you love and you're passionate about then go mm-hmm. go ham. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually really interesting. I do notice such a big difference in how how you progressed and matured over since over since yeah. like last year. It's such a big. I wouldn't say it's a big transition but you can see that there was yeah. there was a jump you've gone okay this is mm-hmm. this is me i'm starting to find me love this little brunch oh photo. my god
1: was that like from january this year <laughs> Oh, my God, I think yeah. so. You've got yeah, the Gucci bag. I, um, I think it's like Maharam or I don't know how to say the cafe, but they'll like come in and have brunch yeah. and like post on your Instagram and everything. So like me and Luce rocked up with our little outfits. So they take photos and we're like, oh, my God. That's We're so like, cute. we're famous, getting food for free. Who are we? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the funny thing about that is like i've i've done that once where i have rocked up to a, a cafe and it's just like the it's most so awkward, awkward thing like you're like hey. you're like oh fuck i'm because oh, they bring you all this really, food and then really you're awkward. like sitting
1: there and you're like all right we have to take photos and everyone in the cafe is like watching and you're like ah
0: um, yeah it's so odd but you know it's a good experience exactly. I think you've got to have at least one Instagram Oh, you have, you, like, experience. you have to like you have to it's like promoting a brand or else you're just not living <laughs> it's yeah it's crazy I was yeah I, mm, I like not mad at the free mm. food but definitely you know wanna oh yeah <laughs> wanna not feel so awkward oh, my God, I have to I take know. photos of things yeah that's why I'm like like, even now, like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be that, that girl who's like standing there and being like, hey, babe, can you
1: take a photo of me oh with my phone, please? It's like, you like Instagram. go with a friend to take it with me. That's why I'm like, I'm so glad <sighs> that like when I have to promote brands, I can just take them at home by myself and like take 100 photos and choose the best one with my little like ring light and I don't have to worry about anyone <laughs> like, judging me outside. <laughs>
0: Definitely the best mm-hmm. way to go at, about it at the moment. Like, it's actually making content at home, I felt, I feel like when I go to make content outside of my four bedroom yeah. walls, um, I'm definitely going to be a bit more confident. I mean, you know, I can't say that I wasn't confident. I literally brought yeah. 10 girls to the middle of Melbourne <laughs> CBD and like little yeah. to no clothing. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's, it's one of those things of like, um, sometimes even like, you know, it's that, it comes back to that persona and that character, you know, when you're in costume or when I'm in costume, I am a, I'm a character. I'm like, I'm Dom the mm-hmm. boss and then when I'm like in my normal clothes, it feels so much more awkward yeah. to take photos and I feel like there's such a big contrast. I'm like, I can't take normal photos without a costume on. I'm like, why Dom? Yeah. Why? Just take photos, but you're even fine. just like with getting used but, to taking um, photos
1: and stuff because like obviously there's people who aren't like massive on Instagram and like I know so many people who yeah. hate taking photos and I guess because all coming from like the dancing side of things, you're just used to posing all the time. So to us it comes naturally and um, like where others it doesn't but I was actually I just remember what I was going to say us like posting all this stuff and putting stuff out there like it actually inspires people and I know like a lot of my friends have said to me like oh my god like go you for doing that and like some of my friends have like posted I don't know a singing cover on their story because like I don't know I guess it just it makes me feel good when I know that like other people are like oh my god like go her I kind of want to do that. And, like, even some of my guy mates have been, like, oh, my God, like, that's sick. I want to, like, actually, I've always wanted to write stuff or produce or, like, rap or make beats. And they come to me and, like, they're asking me for advice. And I'm, like, the fact that I'm, like, kind of inspiring people, is just, like, really cool.
0: Yeah, and that's, like, like it's probably the most rewarding thing to experience. Like for me, when someone goes, Oh my God, I've been like watching your stuff for so long and all this other stuff. I just literally go, Oh yeah, my god, no,
1: it's the best feeling.
0: <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's like it's more rewarding that someone looks up to you than being like, Oh my god, yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah enriched. You know what I mean? Like that to me is is so yeah. much more valuable. Um, and it just proves that you're doing what you're doing is is turning heads and people are starting to look up to you and they're going, oh, my God, if she can do that, exactly, what can I do? Which is, like, just crazy. Like, the amount of times, like, I have friends or, like, for example, mm. you guys or whatever, they turn around and they're like, "Ah, oh, okay, I'm yeah. going to start doing this. And then they start doing that and then they start, you know, realising their full potential and they go, oh, my God, if I didn't take that leap, I wouldn't be yep, here right exactly. now. Exactly. So good on you for taking that leap because it is a, such a big – such a big jump because you're like, oh my mm-hmm. god, I'm investing so much time, so much energy. What if everyone oh, hates me? Yeah. 100%. What if, let you know. And like, so many thoughts like, go leading through leading up to
1: my first song release, I was like freaking the fuck out because I just didn't know how it would go down. Like, I didn't know if people would like it, if they'd judge me or what. Like, I hadn't released it. And I was just like, oh my god, this is so scary. Because like putting it on Spotify and like Apple Music and everything, like, it's out there. And I was just like, oh my god, yeah. but I, I think they're like, the one moment that made it so worthwhile or, like, it was just, like, a massive, I don't know, milestone for me, not having, like, any, like, background with releasing my own music or anything, but, on like, on Triple J Unearthed, um, I think her name's Abby Butler. She is, like, in, like, the head office part of it. I have no idea. Anyway, she's, like, to do with Triple J Unearthed. Yeah. And, like, she (laughs) put it in her playlist and, like, commented on it, and I was, like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And the guy who runs it also commented on my, like, artist profile and like this was my first song and I was like okay okay it must be okay then if they're like commenting on it
0: yeah that's definitely like the biggest thing too is like having someone in the industry who is recognizable or like an expert in their field turning around and going actually Mm -hmm. like you know you you got it you know you're good at you know what I mean um and that's definitely like such a thing. I think it's a little bit different in the dance industry. No one really wants oh, to know. give credit yeah. where credit is due. Yes, but... but like especially Triple J, like they're so down for, you know, capturing new artists and exposing them yeah, in a, in a good way, not exposing that is posted on TikToks. But like They're just, like, you know, they want to get new content out there. They want to express, you know, their love and joy for, like, new up-and-coming artists. And I think in in Melbourne especially. Australian artists. (laughs) Yeah, everyone loves
1: Australian artists. Like, I feel like we all can appreciate that. Like, obviously, we we love artists from all around the world, but I feel like it's just something different when you, like, love a song and they're an Australian artist. It's just like, oh, my God, that's so cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. It's, like, it's pretty like we have such a good culture for especially like it's probably mainly due to triple j i feel but like you know there's a lot of people that i know that i went to high school with who um started their own band and like were on and off triple j J all the time like and they actually have a decent following from that like it gave them a platform to go okay it's more than just our like yeah, well, High I'm pretty
1: sure um, G Flip. Like, got discovered on Triple J. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm not sure. Yet, yeah, yeah, she was, did. Like, how she kind of got like well known. Um, and there's so many different mm. artists as well. But yeah, it's it's such a great like platform for exposure.
0: Literally, yeah. So that's your next. Oh your next yeah, one goal. day,
1: one day, <laughs> <laughs> one,
0: one day. She's like, we've only been doing this for six I'm months. Like, don't know <laughs> <laughs> But that's the thing. Is like, you never know. Like you know, they do talk about overnight success, but you've got to remember that overnight success is not never an no. overnight success. So, no. you know, it could be in three months time yeah. or a year's time or in two years time where they go, Oh my God, we found yeah. this new artist, you know, it's she's an overnight mm-hmm. success. And you're like, I've been posting music since I yeah. was, you know, two.
1: It normally like, takes you know what I mean? So a lot of artists to like really get their name out there. And like, it, it just really depends yeah. from like artist to artist and, what songs is success and, like, who hears their stuff. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. It's literally oh, a yeah. fluke
0: from what, it, yeah. what I've seen. Um, but the exciting thing with going back yeah, to TikTok yeah, yeah, is, <laughs> this is, like, a little network con- conversation yep. and we just keep yep. going back to things. Um, going mm-hmm. back to TikTok, like, with TikTok, because its growth is so instantaneous and dramatically, yep. like, fast – uh, like, you know, you could literally post a video and then the next minute, you know, you're getting a call from yeah, who knows yeah, yeah. who <laughs> being like, yo, come on mm-hmm. our show. Like, you know, so it's like throwing yourself on as many platforms as possible and just going, you know what, I'm just going to be myself and authentically myself and post my music and really get myself, you know, out there, whether it gets mm. two views, three views or like 10 million, you know there's no harm in trying oh, exactly. you never know like there's videos I post and I'm like I'm like oh okay you know I threw this together in five seconds and now it's on like yeah 1.2 million one views I
1: remember seeing yeah. that blow up and I was like fuck yeah like yeah. that's awesome but I was like like it's so random which videos blow up like you just never know and you probably so posted random. that being like oh yeah like this looks kind of cool and then next minute it's on 1 million views like I posted some random TikTok on like just talking about how I thought a certain word meant something different like and I'm like no makeup just in my bed in my hoodie and it like got a hundred thousand views and I was like what the hell like what is going on
0: yeah it's really bizarre like you know and the the videos that I put effort into are like they don't do as well but you know yeah. that's the that's yeah. the beauty of it you know I wouldn't wouldn't knock it because you know it's it's that's part yeah. of the platform like until it gets removed after oh my god it, like, yeah three totally times, like I like... swear
1: now every single tiktok I post it's under review like every single one uh
0: it's so annoying though I posted a costume mm-hmm. one yesterday um like a custom Aww. costume one and I don't wear it and I haven't yeah. got my boobs out, but it got removed for sexual activity right? and nudity. I swear,
1: like, I'll literally post something that has absolutely no, like, one, I don't have tits in the first place. So, like, I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> I'll be in, like, trackies or something, and it will literally, like, be in review. And it just never gets reviewed. It's always just there. And I'm like, what? I just don't understand.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty I feel like once you get crazy, some review, they just, like, it's...
1: start to hop on your account, and then it's just like a hopeless
0: yeah it's pretty it's pretty annoying like that that costume one that did get one mil um did get like reviewed like probably halfway to one one mil and I was like you can't remove this now I was like literally this just keeps blowing up and then you know I'm I edited the video from yesterday in the hope that it gets uploaded again and like goes hard because within like 20 minutes it was on 10k (gasps) like I was like
1: removed Oh, yeah, it got to, removed twice. To 10K. That sucks. Yeah, both times oh it God, got to 10K. That sucks so much. And I swear, like, you can yeah. spend hours putting so much effort into a video and, like, you'll think, oh, yeah, this is the one. And then it just, like, dies or it gets removed. Like, I know because I'm, like, pretty into makeup as well. So, like, I will, like, just do yeah. makeup for fun in my room. Like, I've got the James Charles palette and, like, I don't know. Like, Jen Charles, shout out to Jen Charles. Or whatever. <laughs> Je- James Charles If you're listening There's a shout out for you No but like literally like I always just love doing my makeup And I'll spend so long doing it in my room And I'll be like oh yeah I'll just post a TikTok Because like my makeup looks cool And like one will go like get views And then the other one will just die And I'm like I just don't understand
0: <laughs> So I so feel yeah, no, Like
1: putting in so much effort with editing it And everything
0: Yeah it's, it's, it's a little bit annoying But like it's also given me such a like mental relief oh, from yeah. everything like because like you know obviously I like to keep mm-hmm. myself busy I don't yeah. know if you can tell <laughs> I'm the same, um, yo, I'm the same. <laughs> yeah but it's just like one of those like random things where I'm like well you know I'm gonna invest time in this like I was on TikTok back in November because you know a friend of mine was like yo get yeah. on it bro and I was like yeah okay yeah, right yeah. okay I'll try and then like literally hopped on it and I was like, oh look, like you know, I'll just post like funny videos, and I wasn't yeah. funny, um, so of <laughs> course you it didn't Same,
1: blow up. I'm like thinking that I'm hilarious, yes. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, well, they're not blowing up, so
0: yeah. Well, and then I stopped for like a while, and I was like, you know what, this is this yeah. is obviously not working. Um, and then that was mainly Pulse, like I only yeah. had the Pulse account, and then I started my own, and then I was like, oh, you know, I'll post a few, and then I have one that hit mm-hmm. half a mil um and that was me bagging out my oh eggs um <laughs> of course <laughs> yeah which was warranted and then he was like is that about me because we, we were friends afterwards and I was like oh my oh, god yeah yeah maybe yeah I definitely <laughs> definitely yeah. that's just me about you um I feel you. you know um it's but it's it's funny I was like I was like you know it's just like funny uh, content you know, I, what do I you love mean because it
1: it's like I like post so many tiktoks that about like specific people and it's like Anyone like just there there's like there's certain, uh, certain circumstances when someone will think it's about them and I'm like well no because I've had like you know relationships with many people so <laughs> everything's not about you calm down but like it's just so funny because like it's just funny content that's all it is
0: but. Yeah. Well, that's that's another thing. Is like I run a yeah, <laughs> me just feels... exposing myself. I, I, I run a um pretty popular shit oh my posting god. page, I love it. and he would follow that, and he would be like, "Oh my god, you need to stop!" And I'd be like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "You need to stop posting about me." I was like, "Sweetheart, literally," not about and you. it's like, I "Have was we like...
1: tagged you in it?" No, we're not exposing you. <laughs> if I was gonna say
0: something. I would actually. Like,
1: if I had a problem, like, I would just text you, know?
0: you, babe. Like, calm down. Literally, like, and that's like the funniest yeah. thing too. Is like, there's there was a there was a time after we like stopped being friends, which was yeah. pretty recent, where like he'd post things and I would just like share it and I'd be like, oh my god, yeah, or something. Like yeah. I didn't have any pain. Like I was like, you know, if I was yeah, gonna do exactly. it, I was gonna do it. You because... know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's really. Pretty- <laughs> pretty fun but tiktok back until we, so we got so sidetracked but <laughs> back until so sidetracked but yeah like tiktok was a just a weird kind of thing for me like i i was like okay i'm gonna invest some time into this mm-hmm. and you know get it up and going and then i had a few videos from ultra yeah. that did really well and i was like oh i are like <laughs> famous now and i was like dude you got like two k's yeah. chill out um but then as soon as lockdown came in and I started investing a bit more time into like the content I was producing and like Mm -hmm. I bought a lighting kit I bought a ring light like you know I was like okay we're actually going to use this because I can also use it for pulse and like it can be a really good thing to have that that cross media yeah
1: I agree you know, I have a ring light too and like there. it just it helps so much with content because obviously like with every every social media platform you have it's going to help with like Instagram everything and I remember when you got like your lighting kit and the ring light I was like fuck yeah Dom and that's when you your videos started getting more like attraction <laughs> and I was like here we go just like
0: watching your account here we grow. go she's on it <laughs> But like, that's, that's the beauty of it as well is like, you know, I would, I knew that as soon as I like stepped into that and I was, you know, pushing out my content more, I would I would get get traction back because obviously that's kind of the thing at the moment. People don't want these, like, -like Vine-like TikToks anymore. They want, like, you know, these really high production valued 15-second videos. Yeah, 100%. And, like, all your stuff
1: is, like, (laughs) quite unique as well. Like, I feel like there's not many. Like, there are some but not many exactly like your accounts. Like, there's always the people who are lip syncing and then there's, like, obviously, like, the guys with the thirst traps, all the Noah Becks and everything, but, like, (laughs) I know. All the And I'm, like, that's where I have trouble trying to find a specific kind of niche because, yeah, I have, like, you know, funny videos and, I don't know, I just feel like whatever I post is so random, but, like, I love your, like, the niche that you've gone for and, like, when you come to your account, you just know that all, like, the content you'll get is very similar and, like, you, I've seen as well, like, your videos that have been doing well or, like the Harley Quinn ones and I'm like that's so cool yeah like all the character ones because obviously it goes well with the costumes and everything like I guess all the Pulse costumes just like really work with that but
0: like literally yeah and like it's it's bizarre to like it's bizarre to kind of have that that connection there because I am such a big um (laughs) nerd um (laughs) like it's like you can probably tell, like, people can probably tell that all the stuff that I do is pretty yeah. sci-fi. It's pretty superhero-y. You know, it's got those traces mm-hmm. of, like, DC and Marvel mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. And, like, Harley Quinn has always been one of my favourite characters and I've always wanted yeah. to, like, cosplay as her. But I never, like, had oh the balls God, to, like, yeah. make the costume on or anything. So now I'm, like, mm-hmm. I've got all these costumes I can, like, yeah, pretend no, I to totally be. Because, like, I look <laughs> at,
1: know? like, Harley Quinn or, like, Margot Robbie in, sp- in particular and I'm, like, for me, I'm, like oh my god I want to be in a movie and I want to act like a, in a like be a character like that like whenever I watch any movies mm. or anything like I'm like I want to like actually be acting in that <laughs> like when I watch Euphoria oh my god I yeah. fell in love with it and like that was what made me be like I want to be an actor in like I want to be in movies like I need to do that
0: <laughs> yeah it's pretty it's pretty crazy like I, I I'm like I don't know it's just I don't know something about yeah. the characters and like the way that they're portrayed like especially oh, Robbie. like she portrays oh yeah she's just I don't know for me like people were kind of like nonchalant mm. about how she like you know did Harley Quinn she's, but I was she like, nailed bro, it yeah she nailed it she <laughs> I respect like, yeah, her she like she's insane she's mean? such
1: a good actor like oh my god don't even get me started she's so insane
0: Yeah I'm like I'm a big fan so when I um you know Step back and I was like, oh, my God, I just want to start yeah. like, pretending to be Harley Quinn. Do it. I was like, let's do it. Um, and they're doing really, they do with, really well. Or me yeah, being just like no, creepy cool. does really no, well. No, I love it. it. It
1: looks like so, like the high quality production, it just looks really cool. Like it looks so professional and I think that's what like gets people. And like obviously with Pulse and like you've, you tend to go for like the kind of space kind of theme, vibe, all that stuff. Like it just ties in really well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good. I'm I'm yeah. very grateful for it. I kinda of have these moments where I like sit back and I'm like Oh, oh my god, in yeah. A year, <laughs> like I'm like a year you've you've done a you've oh done a god, pretty yeah, crazy you've job grown, in a year. Grown, crazy grown really so much.
1: <laughs> a year from now.
0: <laughs> but that's you know, oh, i like I me thinking back to like yeah. the start of this year, I was like, oh my God, this year we're going to achieve so much. But like in my mind, the achieving so much was going to be in terms of like live yeah. events and bookings and, and all that other stuff. But what we've actually achieved is, you know, greater sense of team, which is, you know, more it's not a team yeah. 'cause well, we are a team, but like we are, <laughs> we are a team. Um yeah, we're no, more definitely. like a family. Like which is like super corny and super cute. But like, you know, we all support each other and it's like we all respect each other, we all push each other to grow and we're all so different but so similar. It's it's just amazing. And I couldn't ask for anything better. And then also like in turn like mm-hmm. everything else has grown as well. So like mm-hmm. you know, you have a supportive network and then you feel like you can blossom more and then they start to support you more and then you're like, oh, my God, maybe I'm just going to yeah go a little bit well, more crazy, the support, you know? The support, like, each other like up and then, like, ultimately
1: that, like, gives everyone more credibility to their brand and then I guess, like, when we do go back to live events, like, Pulse will have more credibility and, like, that'll help with the goals that you had in mind at the start of the year. So I guess it, it all helps a lot. Yeah, 100%. Time.
0: I hope so. If not, I'm going to throw a bit. Everyone will be (laughs) craving entertainment, I'm
1: telling you right now, like the entertainment scene. Yeah, I had a,
0: actually Mm. talking about entertainment, I had a very interesting conversation with, so um, I've been kind of looking into a bunch of stuff in terms of like business and and expansion and obviously what's on offer for support obviously in the live entertainment and events industry, right, which there isn't a lot. To support, but there was one thing that they were offering, mm-hmm. like a mentorship. So I was like, oh, like let's just give it a chat. Like you know, we'll just chat to this guy and see mm-hmm. what he says has to say. And he was like, oh, you know, you probably won't be going back until middle <gasps> no. of next year. And I was like, you're oh an my asshole. Like, <laughs> I was like, I hate you. I was like, he's oh. like 75 or something. And I okay. was just like, he was pretty old. Um, but like, had a really successful yeah. business that he ran for In a the while. Entertainment I, was scene? Like, I was like, you know. You, yeah. Uh kind of. It was like in it was like digital I don't know if it was digital marketing, but it was something to do yeah. with live events. And so I was like, yeah. okay, so he probably knows what he's talking about. And he did to a sense. But when he turned around, he was like, you know, you're probably not going back until the middle of next no year. Way. I was like, No, no, it's like <laughs> I was like I was like, That's not possible because, you know, not that I'm worried because yeah, we'll just adapt and we'll make it work like we have so far. But I was like, there's no way oh, that yeah. Perth <laughs> can be pumping and people can be oh going god, out I clubbing know. every every freaking weekend and they're thriving and the Gold Coast is almost in the same spot and Victoria yeah. for some reason can't go back like it just I was like there's no way I was like yeah. there's no way that that can't happen um, but you know I mean I'm in two minds and like it's it's easy to get into a headspace now where you go oh my god like. I'm totally, we're going to be stuck in this forever. We're never going to come out because we just keep on, like the date just yeah. keeps getting pushed back. And it keeps getting pushed back. It keeps getting pushed back. It sucks so and much. Like, and it's just
1: like the worst part is just when everyone else in Australia is, you know, living their lives and working, which is the hardest I thing. I know. Um, yeah. It's
0: and, so like, I guess annoying. we don't know.
1: Like, I guess we're kind of doing pretty well, I would say, at the moment. But, like, you never know what could happen. But I guess just trying to keep a positive mindset yeah. and just, like, I don't know. We can't do anything about it, so you Mm. know, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, literally. Yeah. And you can't like you know, the only thing you can do is is make sure that, you know, you're sticking by I guess, you know, I hate to say it because I don't like getting political, but like sticking by the rules and just doing doing your part because
1: you can't just go and rules. And that's what makes me so mad when I I see like people in groups catching up. And it's like when they're so clearly not, you know, from two households, and I'm like, I don't want to be the person and be like, "Yo, what are you doing?" I'm just like, we, well, you know, we all want to see our mates. Like, like, just hold on.
0: So I guess everyone, yeah, like literally, yeah. And I'm like, you know, literally, I want to get back yeah. To work. I think we all we just want to, want to get make back some to money, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh my well, god. Yeah. So I just yeah. want to dance. You know what I mean? I like am craving a it's dance. Past like the I was point dancing is...
1: because at the start of lockdown, I was doing so much online. Like I was doing Zoom. I was doing you know, dance conventions all weekend, but like there gets a point where it's like the living room just isn't it. <laughs> and I just kind of got sick of the whole stuff. Yeah. So like, I'm just craving to get back in the studio, yeah. honestly. Like,
0: yeah, if I'm the same. Like I was, I was lucky I got oh, to, go to yeah, the studio the other night. Cause it's just down the road. Um, and it's like the first time I've been to the studio like in a while because you know with me I, I go to the studio and then I end up oh, dancing yeah, until actually. like 11 o'clock so I, I can trust myself yeah. to get home before <laughs> before the curfew but like you know I just don't feel the same yeah. of doing it in my house like I feel like I'm very like um mm-hmm. I'm short like I don't like not in like no like, just the my space and, yeah like, my length like yeah, and I'm shortening myself and then yeah. I'm not dancing to my full potential. So why would I want to train also, at also like the aspect of potential. like the
1: whole atmosphere like, of having your girls around you and cheering you on and like all that. It's hard when you're in the room by yourself. Yeah. And like I guess like depending from different styles, like if you're doing a hard combo like and you need to get through it, you don't have that push to like, you know, push you through. So it's just a whole lot of like aspects that make it super hard to train at home.
0: Yeah it's it's definitely one of the biggest challenges but you know it's a it's a learning curve and it's actually proved to us that we can do it and we can do things the yeah. non-traditional way and I feel like you know from now on um there's going to be you know a bit more of a accessibility for those who who yeah. maybe can't come to the studio and they can still train but yeah. via by zoom but like you know there's people still in the studio but it's a bit more separate or like say for example someone who lives interstate that wants to do full-time or do a full-time trial can now zoom in and do a full-time trial or stuff like that like it definitely yeah. expands and even possibilities like, even like learning from the same. interstate <laughs>
1: choreographers like now we have the ability to do that and like I know different full-time courses oh, like 100%. having zoom classes with interstate choreographers who like are amazing and they would never have gotten the chance unless they physically came to the studio. But it's like now we can do that. So I think that part of it's really cool. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, it also adds so much because I feel like those who don't really have a dance background or an acting background or even just an artistic background don't realise But every state have, has their own niche, like yeah. even, even their countries. Like, you know, LA oh is, God, so yeah. like yeah. is so different to the Melbourne scene and Sydney so different to Melbourne. Like it's just so mm-hmm. so crazy. But, you know, obviously when because, you know, every state is very nichey with who their industry yeah. leaders are and all this other stuff, which isn't a bad thing, you know, we get quite stuck in our ways and I feel like Zoom's definitely um helped us to branch out because you never know, like you might be mm. the best indie dancer. But you live yeah, in Melbourne, yeah. you wouldn't even know. You know what I mean? So it's kind of just like you get to experience all that other stuff mm-hmm. without having to fly yeah, well, all the way to Sydney. Yeah, I did an <laughs> online um, <laughs> workshop with um, like a Sydney
1: company like ages ago and it was just like different, like learning yeah. with like the different choreographers and like obviously like a lot of the people doing the workshop were from Sydney. So like they all kind of knew each other but just like the way they taught class was a bit different and it was just really interesting to like see the difference and the different kind of vibe mm. and atmosphere.
0: Yeah, and it's good, like, they always say, like, you know, you want to do everything and anything and really yeah. expose yourself to everything. So, you know, by learning how they operate only benefits you yeah, more on exactly. how you operate in turn. Like, you know, it's everything's going to help you and I and, uh, hate the saying, but no, yeah. add tools to your making toolbox. And like, um, and, Yeah. And making connections too. That's like you know the biggest thing, and that's when this is when this guy comes in, (laughs) the the business vendor that I (laughs) have, because we we just went off again. But um, I feel like there's this big kind of misconception of you know freelancing artists and and how they run their business, and he was he kept kind of telling me that. You know, we're too connected to our art to monetize it and make money off it because we're too focused on being famous. And I was like, yeah, you no. have no because, idea. Because, like, what we, you're about. we do what we
1: do because we I love was like, it. Like, obviously, like, if we wanted to make a whole bunch of money, we'd probably
0: just go to uni and get a normal nine to five job. But, like,
1: we're doing this because we love it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, like, obviously, you yeah, know, we well, I mean, if we're to choosing paid, to do um... this, we kind of need to survive. Like, <laughs> yeah exactly um but yeah he just had this very interesting mindset on um how we operate as freelance artists and and how we gather mm. our contacts and all that stuff and it was very it was very interesting to just yeah. listen to him speak about it from a person yeah. like a, from a point of view that isn't an artist and I was like okay yeah. like you don't attack him he hasn't done anything wrong he's like 75 yeah. you might give him, a, <laughs> give him a heart attack but uh you like you know it just reminded me of how important it is for us to you know establish that you know um sense of self and what's the word not independence but strength to turn around to people and go no this is is what we want this is what we're doing yes we are monetizing it yes we are artists but also like you know we're not stupid or we're not too connected to our art emotionally to yep. not monetize it you know there's this weird misconception that because we're like so connected and we love it we're like oh, oh my god give to yeah for free. That, like, i think that's, that's not like, the case You and me
1: both have experienced this in the past few days but like just people who aren't in the industry <laughs> just not like actually understanding where we come from because i just i feel like there's people who like actually just do not get it that like this is our job and like we fully make a living out of it and I feel like there's a whole kind of misconception that, like, we're just kind of doing it because we want to, like, I don't know, it's fun. Um, And, like, people would kind of say, like, oh, you know, you knew that there was a risk involved doing this, so, like, just get a normal job. And it's like, I don't know, you kind of have to, I just feel like us as artists understand it so differently to those who have no idea what the industry is.
0: Yeah, literally, and it's like, it's almost like a, a losing oh, yeah, battle, you just, essentially, you know.
1: And I hate—I well, hate just know to that they're never going to understand. Like, no. And I mean, it sucks because, like, you want to try and like, obviously, we try and explain it, but it just gets to a point where you're kind of talking to a brick wall, and you just know that <laughs> they're never going to get it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, which, you know, which is it. But, like, you know, as a as a breakdown for people who don't really understand, like, you know, as a freelance artist, most times you have to provide, you know, your equipment. So whether it's, like, you know, your guitar mm. or fishnets or shoes, those things all add up, like, you know, and on top of the training, which is 90% of the time you're oh, not yes. available for hex because it's all private institutions. So it's like 24000 it to $30,000. So yeah, of just training, then you add on all your tights, yeah. all your malicious fees, your dance you know, shoes, your uniform, travel costs, <laughs> dance shoes, hairspray, rehearsals, costume hire, costume fee, all this other stuff. So, you know, in terms of. All that, of course, it adds up, and of course, we want to be paid because we've already outlaid so much money towards mm-hmm. our 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 career, um, which most people, like lawyers, yeah. can just chuck it on a hex fee. And when they're starting earning bank by, like, you know, yeah, being a cr- criminal justice lawyer, they can start to pay exactly. Off. We have to pay it straight away. Um, so you know, most times out of ten, it's not you no know, that we're poor. <laughs> you actually have to be kind of financially exactly. stable to get yeah. into full time dance. So, you know, but, you know, you put yourself in that position yeah. because you have no other choice because no one's going to give you that that opportunity to, you know, either get a scholarship or if you enough get a scholarship. Then. That was
1: my case. Like, at the start of making the decision, like, I was just going to go to uni and do law. Um, but then, obviously, over summer, I was like, no, 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 no I can't do this. <laughs> like, I have to just follow my passion. And, like, yeah. but that was the choice I took to have to pay for my tuition myself. And, like, Yeah, it was hard because I was pretty much, you know, training nine to five all week and then working all weekend, like 11-hour shifts on Saturday and Sunday. It was so tiring and I had no social life, but, like, I did it because I loved it and I knew that that was what I had to do if I wanted to, you know, be in the industry. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and that's what they say about um, artists and dancers in particular, they, you know... Oh, yeah. They work so hard. Like, we're the hardest workers that you'll ever meet, and Mm it's because we know the value of hard work because that's all we do. Our career is a bunch of hard work. It's like, you know, like, didn't wake up – well, I I did kind of wake up one day and I was like, fuck it, let's do it. But, you know, since then it has been – there's never been one moment where I've gone, oh like this no. is so easy, everything's coming to me so like easy. Oh, my god, like I've worked yeah. hard to get myself to this point and even through when I was dancing younger. Yeah. Like it's all hard work and you know, you're determined, you're you're in a diligent, you know, schedule your you're practical you know yeah. you've got all this all this here and then someone just goes oh that yes so we're not going to pay you for your time and you're like
1: no and like that growing doesn't make any
0: sense yeah being in
1: competitions and everything like just the way that we're taught to train and like present ourselves it's just you don't slack off like dancers just produce like genuine hard work and like that's just I don't know growing up that's how we've been taught to like work in jobs so I don't know it's just like it's kind of a bit of a slap in the face when people are like oh yeah just dance on the stage like have a little dance like we don't need to pay you and it's like
0: oh, <laughs> oh my god have a little dance <laughs> it's yeah but it's it's definitely just like one of those things and and that's when it comes down to like the culture and oh, I just realized goodness. how short my nails are sorry I just ha- I, I just have not my gone done like, oh my done I have not even done the started um, <laughs> um but yeah I was I was you know it's a lot more goes into it than just rocking up and and shaking your tail feathers hypothetically like you know like For me, in, like, a normal work week when we have gigs, it's, like, Mm -hmm. you know, it starts Monday. (laughs) Monday's, like, my Sunday um, where, you know, you wash your costumes, packing costumes for the next gig work weekend. You're working during the week as well, doing everything else that you need to do, then getting to, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you're just go, 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 go. Like, most weekends I would not sleep. Like, I went through full weekends of not sleeping. Yeah, okay purely <laughs> purely just because i had so much to do and so much that i wanted to do and like you know i was across so many different venues at one point that it was like yeah i had no and choice. being in the like, club scene to, like having to work i had to at just nighttime. keep time,
1: like you have to be up late and like you get oh, home at i don't yeah. know 4 a.m and it's just like tiring hours. like
0: yeah yeah it's it's pretty fucked and then you're like well if i have to be up at eight yeah why why should i go to sleep and then she's like you're like, oh, I'll just yeah. repack the suitcases or, you know, unpack them. But, like, you know, that <clears throat> also adds extra, extra costs because you have parking oh God, fees yes. or parking Jeez. fines, um, you know, and then travel fees and then obviously food and, you know, costumes. Don't even get me started on costumes. Like, costumes yeah. are the most expensive thing in the world. Like, I think one time I turned around to somebody and they are like, oh, it's like how much do you reckon you own in costumes, yeah. like monetary value-wise? And I, I was like... Probably like $10,000 to $15,000 worth of costumes. And they were like, "They were like, no, you're lying. Mm. And I was like, how you put be so lying. much effort into your I was costumes, like,
1: too? So, like, I was like even just have... like, the money value, like the effort that's put into every single costume.
0: Yeah. And then when you obviously look at like feathers, like I was talking to girls the other day and I was like, Oh girls, like I really wanna get feathers, like I think that's something that's the next big thing that I'm gonna get. Like all these yeah. cool feather feather backpacks and collars and hairdressers and all this other stuff. And they're like, Oh, cool, like oh that's gonna be like a thousand dollars, right? And I was like I was like, No, it's probably gonna be more like three thousand dollars for two of each you know because yeah. feathers are like six hundred dollars each like you know so if if you're expecting that or if a client mm-hmm. for, for example is like booking me and they're like oh yeah like do you mind if you just like do you know this for a little bit cheaper because you know obviously like we could go somewhere else and get it for cheaper I'm yeah. like okay we'll go somewhere else and get it for cheaper. exactly you that's don't the thing. when cost. people say like like oh
1: um it's exposure or like it's the opportunity, and it's like, well, we don't really need you, you're the one who wants us. So, if you're not willing to pay for
0: our services, yeah. then don't use them. Yeah, yeah, I'll just go somewhere that do yeah. like do want to pay for my services. It's like, you know, like essentially in a weekend, if a girl's are just wearing like a baseline costume, that's like they're wearing 200 to 300, yeah. 400 dollars worth of costumes mm-hmm. in one night, right? And then, for example, if if I get, like, you know, these feathers or if they wear, like, one of our big, like, futuristic collars and stuff now, then that's an extra, like, 100, 200, 300, 400, 600. Yeah. So, like, you know, essentially <laughs> one would think that that all adds up and that adds value on top of the talent, which is worth, you know, you can't yeah. put a monetary value on talent. Like, yeah. talent is the talent. So, you know, if you can't foresee paying yeah. the set rates, whether it be, 400 whether it be a thousand whether it be twenty thousand dollars for talent depending Mm. on how many girls you have and whatever then don't pay it like don't expect that that's that's a thing and that's an opportunity and that's realistically something that you can have because guess what things don't come for free like you know I don't walk into like we said I don't walk into (laughs) a restaurant and walk up to them (laughs) and go oh so like you know I'm a dancer so you know Pay like I'm not going to pay for this because yeah. like I worked like gra- like that yeah. chick that made the funny video. She's like, yeah, so I went to the grand finals. Oh so, like, no. like I don't walk around and do that because it just doesn't make any sense. It's not practical. It's not logical. But like you yeah. know, people think that that's what happens, and they're like, it's just this weird. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm getting like, <laughs> I know. My I like heart's racing in my chest, and I'm getting like pent, but. You know, it's like kept, people kept saying the argument of like, oh, but it's good exposure. Like, you know, that on your resume no. is going to get you so many jobs. I was like, if I don't get written credit and I don't get like mm. a bunch of things, right, someone's going to look exactly. at my resume and just not give a fuck. Like if I'm not working with a choreographer or if it's not a show, like I think people have this misconception that a one in, once in a lifetime opportunity has mo- more value than, uh, you know, a show tour. Of like Mm. thirty different places, of like you know a whole year long. Like for example, cats. Cats is so much more valuable than the AFL grand final. Yeah, cares about the AFL grand final. Like (laughs)
1: Like, you know, supply and demand. Like they can't really afford it, and I'm like, well, one they can, yeah, one they can. Well, don't have it. Am I going to ask a plumber to fix my pipes because I lost my job? Like, no,
0: it's just not how it works. Like. Exactly. Yeah, like, I just won't fix my pipe. Exactly. So or I'll yeah. just learn how to fix it myself. Like, I would like to see them actually spend, you know, a day or a week in our lives, or even a month in our lives, and understand that we are our booking manager. We are our talent agent. We are our, yeah. you know, our everything. accountant. We are our own, we are everything. we like literally, we are a hair and makeup artist. We are, like, our own PT. Literally. We, you know, we we eat, sleep, breathe. We have relationships. We have family. We have friends. We have dogs, cats, geckos.
1: You know, yeah.
0: we, have, we have lives. Robots. Like, we're not just yeah. these, like, walking mannequins that just rock up. Like, if you want to have mannequins and dancing robots, it. sure, go ahead. I love robots. Go ahead. Have them, you know. But also just remember yeah. that you're not going to get the same value for mm-hmm. what you pay if you don't pay. Like, you know. You can even see it, like in photos, in marketing, in material, in choreography. Like, if you aren't paying someone to do their best work exactly. or to do what they're good at, they're not going to do it well. You know, it's like unless they're yeah. super if, driven to make a point yeah. or if it's them, <laughs> and to like, do actually it, benefiting you know? them in some but way. Like, you know.
1: like, then otherwise, it's just like if it's benefiting them, then they might put effort in because, like, obviously, they're asking for it. But like, if it if they're if they're just I don't know, mm. I get what you're saying.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's it's super bizarre, but it's like, you know, for example, like look at the the, the mm-hmm. um Formula One, right? Yeah. The amount of money that goes into the Formula One, you know, people pay to literally like the Formula One is made up of eighty percent booths. That are companies that have paid to be there, that are paying someone to make an activation and then also paying someone to run the activation and be the face of the activation. That in in itself is so much money. So for me, right, if we're applying Mm -hmm. that to the AFL Grand Final, right, you know, you've got the stage set up right? So you need the people who set up the stage, you need the production, you need the AV company, you need the lights, you need the sound, you need the pyrotechnics, you need the sound designer, the light designer, the tech designer, all of that, right? That's a whole industry of creative people that are valued and getting their work paid for, yeah? Then you've also got the marketing. So obviously you need marketing, you need, you know, a new trophy, you need obviously all the medals, you need the grand final jerseys, you need your headlining artists, right, which most times yeah. besides this year they've done international artists, right? They never really do a homegrown artist. They do it like yeah, one yeah. out of 3 or 4, right? Then you've got obviously, you know, your your little kids that are playing. They obviously get some free yeah. stuff mm-hmm. because the Oz kickers for the funsies. which um which is cute. Yeah, the Oz kickers like, you know, but yeah. they're like, you know, that's that's warranted. That is you know, something that these kids like, yeah. the kids pay to do Oz Kick. It's just a yeah. chance that they just you know, get note, to like, go no, out in that's the grand final. Which like,
1: was another thing that I had a problem with people comparing dancers to the Oz is I'm like, this issue there was that the AFL <laughs> were asking for, you know, the professional skills that professional dancers have so (laughs) that might be equivalent to I don't know grade two ballet dancers they might have equivalent skills but you know we can't get a little grade two ballerina to do front hand springs and I don't even know without like those professional skills that's just not like you know what I mean it's just not the same
0: yeah yeah, it's definitely not the same. It's like, you know, once you really sit back and 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 go through everything and add it all up in terms of how much it spends, like the AFL yeah. spends for the grand final. You know, obviously you've got the, the ticket sales, which add up, you know, which, you know, make a lot of money. You've got the betting agencies and the bets, right? You've got the... the- um, what do you call them at the MCG? Like the MCG, like oh, gold medallion yeah. holders or some shit that they stand yeah, up I in their like fancy boots yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like that costs money too. <laughs> you've got your sponsors. You've got you mm-hmm. know obviously the venue, so the stadium pays for you know people. Well, the yeah. people who want to be in the stalls, so like KFC, yeah. Mac, is all of that. They pay to be there. They pay to rent the space, so they mm-hmm. pay for their own yeah. hot dog people and shit, right? <laughs> Then you've got <laughs> gets even better. Yeah, you've got the activations. So you've got the people standing outside the stadium with the with the you know free extra gum and all this are, other yeah. stuff like the magazines. You've got the free like at the cricket they give out yeah. free little blob cricket cricket bats and and signs and the Mars merch. bars and there's you know mm. Spider Man activations because at Marvel you have like all this. Marvel stuff that people like to like crawl up on and stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of money goes into these events. So what doesn't make sense to me is they go, oh, yeah, we want 300 performers that can do these professional skills, which take, Mm. you know, years of training and someone else who is an expert in their field, you know, they didn't just wake up and go, oh, fuck, yeah, I can backflip. They woke up and they trained their asses off, and then they trained their asses off to try and teach and learn how to teach these skills because that's a skill in itself. Teaching yeah. these hard skills and these aerial skills, then we learn them. I'm hopeless, so I I can't do oh anything God, besides like good. Sarah Jane. Acro <laughs> is not for me. <laughs> but that's like it's that's a skill in itself. Yeah, but yeah, I can I do can a do front about, like one
1: That's about it.
0: So, um, I it's think, funny because when I was have do a dancing hand at
1: a full-time dance school, um, like my teacher was like, oh, um, so Molly, just do a back spring And I was like, um, I can't. He's like, oh, you look like <laughs> you could. And I'm like. I mean, I might have like muscle on me, but like that doesn't mean that I can do an aerial. I was like, it's kind of funny because I probably should be able to do it with my body type, but it just, I don't know, my brain just cannot do it. No matter how many years of acro, yeah. I will never be able to do an aerial. Like it's just, it's just hilarious.
0: Yeah, I just, I, I have this thing that I right. feel like I'm too lanky to like be able to control yeah. my body in those type of situations but yeah, like I just honestly, it's just it just doesn't make sense that you can't mm-hmm. afford, you know, dancers. If you want that many dancers, pay them. Like I know that for, a fa- yeah. I know for a fact, right? And I said this to you oh, before. Yeah. We had a We had we texted ages ago. Two days ago. <laughs> by ages ago, I mean like two days ago. <laughs> um, but like you know, we were talking about how the dancers last yep. year, for tones mm-hmm. and I, they were all paid, like except maybe like two. But that doesn't excuse that they asking for. You know, yeah. The thing there, you know, yeah, like, these guys, like, they all got paid. Like, you know, it wasn't something they wouldn't rock up and just go, yeah, like, fuck yeah, let's just dance. You can't compare the grand oh final to yeah. fucking school spectacular-, oh. <laughs> spe- spectacular either because guess what? The money that goes into yeah. school spec is a lot of money too. Like, and even then, you don't get, like, yeah, you get, like, you get a, like a, yeah. Um a show booklet, right? A show booklet that has all the names and the headshots and whatever. Are they planning right. to give out show booklets at Probably the grand final for, like, <laughs> our performances? Like, are we going to get snippets for our show Nothing. reel? Are we going to get covered by insurance? Like, you know, are they going to fund my tights and my shoes and my costume and my G-string? Yeah. Are they going to wash and dry clean all that for me? You know, Makeup are they going to provide that? me dressing rooms? Makeup artist, hair. Are they going to have yeah. a pre-show warm up and class so that I can properly train my body and and get my body warm for you know the amazing event yeah. that is going to absolutely change my life um, and really influence other people in the industry to hire me because oh, obviously yeah. no, if I dance to grand that. final, what do you want? About? I'm amazing. <laughs> You've made it exactly. You know, like nothing, <laughs> nothing can top that. So. You know, in saying that with all that sarcasm, it's like there are so much more, like it's so much yeah. more than just rocking up and dancing. Like, you know, you've got to make sure that you've got, you go to rehearsals, you know what you're doing, you have insurance, you have liability, you have costume covered, you know, hair, makeup, all of that covered, briefs, run times, oh, yeah. sheets, COVID restrictions exactly. now is an extra thing that people we'll have to deal with and like make sure it's COVID safe you know, rehearsing on the field, rehearsing in studios, yeah, having a, so a pre-show class, it, like... you know. There's so much and so much time and effort and people don't realise unless they are in an arts, yeah. you know, industry or run these shows. Like, you know, I did a week season in mm-hmm. the Melbourne um, International Arts Festival yeah. and that's a lot of work, you know. That is, you know, yeah. more than people think, you know. it's yeah rocking up to weeks worth of rehearsals that's you know getting off an airplane literally going mm-hmm. straight to rehearsals as soon as you hop off the airplane that mm-hmm. is like you know weeks and weeks and weeks on end that's you know class with you know industry leaders that get brought in to teach you yeah that's the arts feeding you <laughs> literally <laughs> like they're in charge of your food for the there's week, just so you much know? so it's like and then you have double show days There's so much you know and so I imagine that the day before the grand final, they have <laughs> a grand final fucking rehearsal, and these kids are going to be fucked. Like, how do you think that they're going to have the mental and physical capacity yeah, to not. do these big performances? They can't, you know, unless it, they're standing there and it going. They would have, like, One, that would have two, to be three, like, hours of like and... I, you know, like yeah, hours, yeah. and to coordinate three hundred dances—that's a lot more than you know. Five dancers yeah. on a stage shaking their booties from, and like, the maybe doing the split swans. Would like, have trained
1: together or like rehearsed together, know each other, know how to dance together, all of that.
0: Like, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. if, for example, hypothetically, well, not hypothetically, this is, this is a real fact. Like, if I get paid to mm. rock up and literally just freestyle it, then people should be paid yeah. to rock up and, yeah, right. and dance with rehearsals prior. Um and you know, Mm. but obviously we're we're pulling on our training. Like I wouldn't send a seven year old (laughs) up on a club podium and go here, dance for free. Like you know what I mean? It'd be like me Mm -hmm, going, I'm gonna take all the money, right? (laughs) And this is not something that I do. I'm just gonna take all the money from the client for myself. And the girls can just dance on the podiums for free. That's freaking ridiculous. Like you know, like especially for something like that, late night parking fees, tights cost money. Mm-hmm. Hair and makeup costs money. <laughs> all that costs money. Red Bulls we get for free, but, like, still drinks, yeah. food, like all this other stuff, it all costs money, you know. It's like at the end of the day, if you're not getting paid enough to cover those no. those essentials, yeah. then what's the point, you know? No. it's Exposure isn't going to give me a yeah. Red Bull. Mm-hmm. If it's not going to give me a Red Bull, I don't want it. No offense, yeah. but, you know, <laughs> I love me Red Bulls little bit shattered that they um they don't have any. I need to get onto the Red Bulls. I need
1: to get onto them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you need to get onto the Red Bulls. I think I think if I if I'm on the Red Bulls and and I'll stick to caffeine. It's it's probably best that you don't go on the Red Bulls Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's essentially the same thing. It's. I used to drink, yeah, I know uh, this podcast is going yeah, pod exactly. really long, but it's fine because we're, we're vibing. I used to drink so many Red Bulls. Like yeah. when I was working, when I first started working at the clubs, like mm-hmm. back when I was doing booths and stuff before I started Pulse, I would drink like three to yeah. four Red Bulls in a night. I'm not sure how yeah, I didn't yeah. leave one well, night I would with get a on heart a attack. but like Red
1: Bulls every time. You know, like, it was like, so bad. before clubs got shut down, I started getting on the Vodka Red Bulls because like we'd be out for so long and I would just, I would just not have the energy to stay up. And I'd have to literally, like, keep me away. Like, it's probably so bad yeah. for you, but.
0: Yeah, and I'm <laughs> literally, yeah. and I'm not, like, a, I'm not a drug person either. So, it's, like, yeah, it's, like, Red Bull or oh, yeah. nothing. Coffee at night. So, like, Red Bull is only <laughs> the only real, like, yeah. sufficient no,
1: I'd be the caffeinated same drink that's like that going to keep me up. Like, and so, it's, like. Red Bulls, I'm telling you that. <laughs>
0: Literally, and we would have like yeah. a bucket. Like we would ask for. <laughs> well, I would I, w- I think I asked like three times, and then from then on, would rock oh my up God, and yeah. in the dressing room would be like a bucket full of water and ice, and then yep. like bottles of water, and then a bucket just full of Red Bulls. Like you know, and Liana would have like one Red Bull <laughs> or like half a Red Bull, and I'd have oh the other God. four. Like it I was mean, well, so they'll, they'll bad. To waste
1: otherwise, um, so and so have like, to have them.
0: Oh, hundred <laughs> like we got to help out um and like if you want me to stay oh, up yeah. <laughs> you got to keep me on the caffeine um but yeah and oh then, then they brought out like the coconut red bulls and i fell in love but at the moment i'm drinking <laughs> watermelon workma- uh, watermelon they have watermelon slices <laughs> watermelon red bulls <gasps> oh my god the-
1: no way i need to try yeah. that yeah
0: yeah oh it's like it's like red yum oil, okay like, i'm trying extra. that i'm getting one of them on the way home <laughs> It's so it's so good, but like co- the coconut red bull doesn't taste like it. Co- like it tastes like a little bit like oh, coconut, that's not really random, but mainly like berries. Mm. So it's like it's like coconut berry, okay. but it's like a refreshing, refreshing taste. So like now when I go to drink like oh, normal no. red bull, I can't because I like the sweetness oh, of like that's the us. coconut and the watermelon.
1: Enough. I well, I definitely need to get onto the water. So annoying. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's Yum. it's good because it, it also just yep. tastes like cordial so it's like you don't think it's red bull so it's like but like I'm I imagine that um the yep. first week back of like anything really at this point um watermelon red bull Gretchen with drink. vodka yep. is going to be like the ticket <gasps> item. Yum. if I can freeze Yum. it and make it into a slushy and make it into like a vodka like a vodka <laughs> yeah. raspberry a, a vodka watermelon red Bull, especially
1: because summer as well Slushy. if we go back in summer That'd be but like I feel like we're also just going to need the energy <sighs> to keep us up because I feel like we're going to be so used to just being so isolated by ourselves and social interaction will be so like much Literally. like I know going for a, like yeah. going for a walk with a friend <laughs> like if I go for I don't know two hours I'll come home and I'll be exhausted and I'm like oh my god this is not good like <laughs> we're
0: not even back to yeah. the normal world how am I going to cope Literally, it's yeah. it's so just. Oh my god, it's so bizarre. Yeah. Like I was talking to Max, and Max was like, "We're not sleeping. Like the first weekend, if you're not working, uh... like you're not <laughs> sleeping that whole weekend." And I was like, mm. <laughs> I was "Like I haven't done that in a really long
1: time."
0: Um, yeah. But yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Like it's it's really bizarre. Yeah. But you know, love to hate it exactly. and hate to love it. But you know, it's what we have to do. But anyway, I'm going to yeah. officially end this here Yay. and then no. we'll be, we'll be done but thank you so me. much This was, was so much, much fun. fun it was
1: good to get you get to know you a bit better like obviously because we haven't <laughs> actually really talked yeah
0: <laughs> um, and thank you so much for tuning in to our third episode i'm sure you enjoyed Me sitting down talking with Molly and all things Molly. Uh, Next week we'll be sitting down with a small business owner called Angie. She runs her own jewellery business online and we're going to talk all things her business. And, yeah, so we'll see you next episode. Thanks, guys. Bye.